Hello, wonderful human beings. This is Sylvia, and I'm here with my partner in love and business, Michal. And today we want to address a question that we got recently. So, a person asked us how to prioritize and choose when there's something, there's so many things that seem very important, so many projects that are competing for our attention and we either end up choosing the wrong thing or splitting our attention between all those different projects and not giving enough attention to any of them or just being so busy and yeah, dividing our attention or not knowing how to choose and not knowing how to prioritize. And I guess this is a problem that lots of people face. I mean, I fa face it very often in my work and life. There's just so many exciting possibilities and um, yeah, how to choose. And, you know, I don't really have a golden answer and I guess everyone has their own strategies and what works for me might not work for you. But there are a few things to share. So, one idea that I found very helpful is just to acknowledge that whatever you choose, whatever strategy you decide on, either, you know, in terms of picking a method of prioritizing or picking actually, you know, one project over the other or deciding to split your time across four different projects... This is only a hypothesis. You just assume you cannot know what's going to work and what won't. So the the best thing you can do, the only thing you can do is guess. You can make an informed guess, but it's still only a hypothesis. Which means, you know, it might not work. And this is... I think this is useful to be aware of that at the moment of making a choice... Uh, not to get discouraged, not at all, but just to be kind to yourself and to acknowledge that, you know, this this is okay if this, this won't work and you can keep it agile and you can adapt and you can, you know, have a review and you can change your strategy. There's no, you know, no... I don't want to say there's no consequences because I guess, you know, you can argue that you're wasting time doing the wrong thing or you're spreading yourself too thin, but then the only thing you can do is try. Um, so whatever method of either, you know, selecting your priority or deciding on the combination of a few things to do or which one to do, this is always a guess you're making. So this is a little disclaimer to keep in mind. Um, and how about you, Sylvia? With that in mind, what are some ways um, how you choose between all the competing, exciting things? Um, well, I can just tell a little story. Well, it's not really a story, but just talking about this reminds me how I felt before we started Journal Smarter, which... Um, for those of you who don't know, is our blog where we share tools about journaling and personal development and productivity and well-being and so on. 
we had a few projects that the two of us wanted to work on and then I also had other projects that I wanted to work on so we had this YouTube channel where we wanted to talk about relationships because we really felt like we had something to share in that area and we still do and I wanted to have my own blog um, and then I wanted to have a blog with Mihao and we also wanted to travel and I wanted to have a few other different projects and I wanted to do freelance writing <clears throat> and I was really at some point feeling very stretched between all those things and I felt like I really lacked coherence in my life. I felt like I any every time I was working on one of those things I I was kind of missing out on what I could be doing for the other one and they all felt so important to me and they all felt like they met such an important purpose that I couldn't really get rid of any of them and I really struggled to let go. And gradually I started to realize that I, I just couldn't manage so many things and I started looking deeper beyond this, the surface of this whole busy lifestyle and wanting to pursue so many things. And dividing my time between all those things. So at some point uh, we were both feeling quite overwhelmed in our projects. And I just looked at what was not feeling so good from all those things. You know, among all those things that we were doing, what didn't feel good? And we realized that we didn't really enjoy... Um, the process of creating videos for our YouTube channel because it was just it not it's not that we didn't like the content we really liked it but we didn't feel like doing video editing we didn't really like the whole technical process and we hadn't come up with the solution that felt enjoyable for us to create and publish those videos so also it wasn't bringing that many results so we thought that maybe let's let's quit this thing and we applied this process and we realized that there were a few things that weren't feeling so good so we just questioned those things okay they feel important but are they really that important and then also something that I started thinking about was okay from all those projects what are the needs that each of those projects is meeting in my life so for example I wanted to have my own blog I wanted to be able to express myself creatively um, and authentically. And I, I really loved working with Mihao, but I also felt like I wanted to have an output for my ideas, for my individual ideas. So I wanted to have this side project of my own blog. At the same time, I was freelancing because we had just started in, you know, exploring our... Um, building our own business so this was the only way to bring income so I wasn't really super thrilled about freelance writing about topics that I didn't feel so connected with but this was bringing income so it was an important part for me because of that then through our YouTube channel we wanted to share this valuable uh, information that we felt we had about relationships and we wanted to, at least for me, I felt like I was fitting in within a community that I really admired. Um, I like to be on camera because I always felt like we both had a good presence 
uh, online sharing things in video and in voice. Um, and I was starting to look at all these needs that these things, these different projects were meeting, you know, the need for financial stability, the need for authentic expression, the need for fitting in, the need for contribution. And I started thinking, okay, so is there a way that I can meet all these needs or most of them with less activities? And then in the end, we just decided, after a lot of pondering, okay, this was a, a, a complex, long process, but eventually we just realized that, okay, what if we drop everything? We keep some basic freelance writing to sustain us and we just start our own blog. We invested in this blogging course and we just followed that avenue and we gave everything we had to build our own blog, which would meet our financial needs, our uh, need for contribution, because we were really sharing valuable things that we believed in. Each of us would write individually, so, you know, it doesn't have to be about our relationship necessarily, but each of us would write articles about whatever we liked within that topic. And at the beginning, while that was not still sustainable, we kept a bit of freelance writing, but now suddenly there were two things instead of five or six that we had before. So this was a bit of the process that we went through. Seeing what is not feeling good to do, even though it sounds important, and then noticing what are the needs that all those things are meeting and seeing if we can just combine all those projects into one and meet as many of those needs as possible. Do you resonate with this, Michal? Mm, very much so. And yeah, I still remember this process. It was, you make it sound now like it was easy. <laughs> but, oh, wow, this was such a turmoil. We were, we had this period when we were living in Japan that we were, from week to week, we were pivoting. We were just like circling, you know, like an aimless boat without the rudder, just turning around. And what's going on? It was such a mess. And then, yeah, what finally worked is yeah we we picked a direction and again it was a hypothesis right we just assumed that this will this potentially could work we conducted you know more or less consciously this risk assessment you know just thinking okay does it seem like an idea that would satisfy those needs does it seem reasonable this is is this something we would see ourselves doing for the foreseeable future and it seems like it is a good possibility, so we invent. So we decided to invest in that particular thing, and we decided to really commit. And I think this is very important. Again, disclaimer, but it's it's an important observation that we've had that it's easy to get stuck in experimenting with different ideas and pivoting but then and that's a good healthy process but in the same time most of the time in order to see results of any strategy any choice you make you need to put time and effort and you know it's not going to be a week most of the time it's going to be much longer um, so you know it's good to be intentional about the decision and then think about it in terms of long term, you know. Is this something that you could imagine yourself be doing for a while, for long enough to see results? And this is also a good question to ask yourself. How long 
do you think realistically would it take for this solution you're implementing to show results? How did it work for other people? You know, what's the? Are there any people you can ask or read about that had similar path? You know, or similar distribution of their time between tasks and that can be as simple as talking to a friend doesn't necessarily you know need to be a famous person you know uh, online or, or a writer you admire i guess one more question that was coming to my head as you were mentioning um, this idea of evaluating what are the things that you want and what is not fitting i i thought it's good to ask yourself what happens if i walk away from this And this way, it's a different lens through which you can evaluate each of the choices, you know? Like, imagine yourself not doing this thing, you know? And you can list those 24 things that you're considering investing your time in in the next, you know, month. And just think, okay, what happens? How will I feel if I don't do this? And it might be interesting because you might find... Uh, that's something that you know you maybe didn't think is very important for you it's actually super important and you really want to be doing that because you're gonna feel very sad if you don't but then it's also good to inquire deeper you know like what are those emotions where are they coming from and often there are surprising thing you can find like guilt you know like you don't want to walk away from a project because you would feel guilty that you're gonna you know disappoint another person or you would feel disappointed yourself you know that you didn't stick for long enough with it or maybe you know you feel like you made some kind of commitment that is not necessarily real i mean for example you know when we decided to do the youtube channel we committed to release two videos per week and you know we we knew that okay in order to make videos on youtube work you kind of need to produce them consistently so we were okay with that and we decided okay let's do that for a few months and let's release two videos per week uh but then when we decided eventually you know to inquire if youtube is something at that point that we still wanted to continue we've noticed that one thing that was keeping us doing it was this commitment that we made that we're gonna release two videos per week and we were stuck in this idea that we have to do this this is paramount this is the most important thing and we're sacrificing you know our well-being in order to do two videos per week which was really not working at that point of time um so i guess this is kind of radical inquiry into into those choices and i know that this is very tricky you know this is not a simple process because you're unpicking a lot of stuff so i guess one practical tip that i would recommend is to simply talk to someone about this and you know it doesn't need to be a coach it doesn't need to be a psychologist or like a trained productivity expert but just simply voice your problem and if you want to take it to a next level uh, you can um, you can use this um, strategy it's a it's um, a liberating structure which is this crowdsourced practice for collaboration in small teams which is called troika consulting which basically means you invite two people so there's three of you you know two friends of yours and you just share for a moment for maybe 10-15 minutes you explain what is your problem what are you know what are your thoughts on that where do you think you're stuck what are your possible 
options, you know, what would you like to to do, what are you thinking is going to happen, whatever you feel like sharing in those 15 minutes, just clarify your problem and those two people will be there to, you know, maybe ask you clarifying questions if they're not very clear what your problem is or if you, you know, just they're going to be there to help you go deeper and then just listen to them, just hear them out, what they have to say, they might not, you know, give you the golden key to solve your problems, but I guarantee they will give you some insights and food for thought, because we often get stuck in our own heads, and having other people to talk with about our problems is just extremely effective, and it works just with one friend, but there's something magical about introducing a second person. What do you think, Sylvia? I see you have something to add on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really think this is a great idea. And for me, it really works just to talk with someone and sometimes even just to be listened to, just to speak out loud and hear yourself is a great help um, to do that. And I, I can also resonate very much with what you were saying before, this, um, the guilt of abandoning something a project that you felt was important it can be hard to let go of things um, and it's yeah it can be really tricky especially nowadays that we're all so busy and have so many things and we have this pressure on ourselves to just do this and be that and achieve more it can be quite challenging sometimes uh, but something that has been working for me very much is to focus less on all the things I want to be doing in terms of projects or activities and focus more on what is the overall picture of my life or instead of setting so many goals think more about in terms of principles or mission in my life so how does this look like in practical terms so right now I am working on journal smarter with Mihao and this is our main project this is our business that we dedicate most of our attention to and for a while it's been quite steady like we we've chosen this path and we're on it but still even inside this project there's so many possibilities to pivot there's so many ways so many marketing tactics so many writing uh, content frameworks so many ways to interact with you guys our listeners and our audience and our students and our collaborators there are so many possibilities that sometimes we feel like we still get stuck with um, wanting to do way too many things at the same time and then time is limited and it can be hard to think about things in terms of the time that we have and what will we do over the next three months because it can be easy to think okay three months is a very long time we can do this thing and that thing and that thing but then when we come to think about it three months is what 12 weeks more or less and then in each week ideally I would like to work four to five days and then in each day I have maximum five productive hours so how much realistically can I dedicate um, to each project 
or how many projects can I realistically have in a way that will be productive and that doesn't require me to constantly jump from project to project so that I get distracted and my mind gets scattered. So yeah, that was just a little side note about time. But what I was saying before is that, okay, there's monthly goals and there's quarterly goals and there's business goals and there's personal goals. And even though we have this ongoing stable project going on for a long time, there's still so many possibilities within business itself. And then there's also personal goals, there's relationship goals, and there's still so many possibilities. And I find myself sometimes wanting to fit in way too much in those three months or in that month. And when that happens and when I get overwhelmed with so many possibilities that all sound amazing and they all sound so important and such a great idea. But when I find myself overwhelmed, I take a step back and I think, okay, what is it that I want to be doing in this life? What is it that I want to be giving to this world and giving to myself? And how is it that I want to be feeling when I do all these things? And this, the answer to this is not something that I come up with once and then it just stays. This is an ongoing process and some people call it mission statement, the answer that you might come up to this question. Some other people call it life's purpose. Some other people call it, you know, long-term goals. Some other people call it operating principles or whatever, life, lifestyle guidelines, whatever you want to call it. But the point is to have this sort of compass that is just this one feeling of, of truth, of what feels good for you to do in your life that will make you happy, that will make other people happy. How is it that you want to contribute and show up in this life? So for me, very often when I take a step back, from being overwhelmed and confused with all these goals, I think about this and invariably the answer that comes to me is something along the lines of serve other people, be kind, be healthy, be present. And then, of course, th this is a much more complex answer than this and there's different shades to it and every time I think about it, it evolves. But the point is to just keep coming back to this place. And once you get in touch with those feelings, because it cannot really be transposed into a sentence or something that will be true for the rest of your life, but you just keep coming back to this feeling of being in alignment, of following that mission, of following that passion, of whether that's serving others or helping people, um, you know, become the best version of themselves or just feeling good with yourself or just being better or just being happier, whatever that is to you. Once you get in touch with that, the more and more you get in touch with that, or at least that's how it works for me, the more and more I get in touch with that, the less it matters what is the project that I'm pursuing, what is the goal that I'm trying to achieve the less and less that matters and the more and more it matters how I do those things. Because this mission or these principles or guidelines, they are like instructions for how to do 
everything and anything. So very often it matters much more that I just choose something, any project, whether that's writing the new article, looking for a new marketing technique, the next email I'm going to write. It, it doesn't matter as long as I just do it and I go into it following this inner, deeper truth, being present, knowing that the words I'm speaking are coming from something I've deeply experienced and that I want to share with people because I know it will be helpful because this is my mission in this life. And as long as I'm acting in accordance to that, it doesn't really matter what I do. It, in the end, we're just all here existing and all that exists is every single present moment. And if you are acting in alignment with what really feels true to you, if you really keep coming back to this realization, then you just notice that it doesn't really matter what you're doing. Of course it does, but at the same time it doesn't. I hope that's not very confusing. And I just wanted to mention that this podcast episode is sponsored by uh, a drink uh, consisting of three simple ingredients. It's water, ginger and lemon. And we highly recommend it. We drink it quite often. In fact, I'm drinking it today. So just water, ginger and lemon. Three simple ingredients. <laughs> and it's delicious and super tasty and healthy. Brings you vitamin C and vibrance you need for life. So that was just a side note to, you know, lighten up the atmosphere. But I really love this more macro approach to this problem because, yeah, it's it really is all about being in tune with those deeper values. And if you can inquire into those and go so deep into yourself to actually find those and this is of course a long discovery process you know so don't expect uh, this to appear you know within an hour journaling exercise I guess maybe sometimes we have this expectation you know that we're gonna open our journal and after two days we're gonna have a mission statement so, I mean maybe yeah of course but it's a draft one and then you know the next day there's draft two and three and draft 647. So this is constant work in progress. It's probably never going to finish because you self-actualize every day. Um, so this is changing. But I really loved what you said. I think it really resonates with me, this holistic approach to life and picking, focusing on being, yeah, being in harmony rather than just mm -hmm. focusing on productivity productivity is great but it's it's on the surface and it's very important part because yeah we need to you know take action and there are less and more effective ways of taking action but what action we take and from which place we take this action is it from a place of love and kindness this is i guess the big underlying question that really makes all the difference to the outcome mm. Um, and I guess we can maybe stop at this point. Yeah, I think um, we went into into some interesting uh, aspects of this this problem of prioritization, and maybe we'll record another episode about you know the actual tactics of yeah. deciding between different things and optimizing and staying agile. Because I think this is also a very interesting angle. 
But for now, we just want to wish you an amazing day, whatever you're doing. We're just sitting here in the middle of Atlantic Ocean in the Azores Islands. You probably can hear the waves in the background and these crazy birds that are here every night. And I think they're very unique to the Azores Islands. That's where we are right now. And they make these fascinating sounds. And it's getting dark now and... They're, yeah, they're coming. They're coming, they're coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're fascinating. Uh, yesterday I've been sleeping outside because we had like this perfect, you know, summer day. Starry night. Starry night, cloudless and super warm. So I decided to to just fall asleep under the stars and I was listening to those birds and their sounds are just magnificent. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess this is slightly off topic, <laughs> but actually, interestingly, you know, whenever I think we connect with nature, this is a very good environment to go deeper into your values and reflect and get this time out mm. from, you know, screens and calendars and tasks and projects and just connect within and... Absolutely. Yeah. Coming time in nature. Coming back stillness. Whatever it is that helps you get there, come back to stillness, go in nature, uh, close your eyes, breathe, just quiet your mind for a while. And if you quiet your mind, that's when you'll get to take a step back, a real step back. And then you'll see that all these projects, all these, you know, all these ideas and everything that's on your mind is just, you know, it's just a thought. And... If you take a step back, you'll get much, much more clarity. So I guess we'll just leave you with this invitation to allow some space for stillness. And then the thoughts that you'll, you'll get after that will be much, much clearer. And we're sending you lots of love. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. Uh, we hope that you're going to have some amazing insights. And we're cheering for you. And yeah. you can totally do it. Yeah. Lovely to talk to you. Bye.